What is up, BA family, and welcome to another episode of the Breathe in Air podcast, where everyday action meets extraordinary mindset. I'm your host, Mason Bendigo, and thank you all so much for joining us today. You are in for a treat. Our guest today is the founder of Just Integrity. He is a transformational coach with certifications in timeline therapy, hypnotherapy, and even neuro-linguistic programming. Over the last couple of years, he has been a student of Dr. Joe Dispenza and all of the knowledge that he has about quantum physics, the energy that we live with, tapping into our subconscious and how we can shape our future there. He's recently taken an interest into cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and how blockchain technology works, where we can see this in the future. And we talk about this as well. He also is a one-time Trans-American cyclist, which means he took a bike all the way from Oregon on the West Coast across the entire United States over a span of 71 days to the East Coast. And we discuss in pretty good length a lot about that journey. I was blown away by a lot of the stuff that we talked about there. Such an incredible feat. So Justin Rice is coming to join the show today. As you have heard, he has quite the lineup and just an incredible conversation with a great guy who's doing a lot of good things. And look for this guy to make a big impact here in the future. So if you want to learn more and you want to hear more from Justin Rice, you can find him on his Instagram at the Justin Rice, just as it sounds, J-U-S-T-I-N-R-I-C-E. And he puts a lot of great content up there consistently about Bitcoin, blockchain, and about tapping into your mind, being able to optimize your performance mentally, physically, and spiritually. So we connected on that level, and I'm super excited for you guys to hear this show. Today's episode is brought to you by our incredible sponsor over at Garden Fresh Media. In today's day and age, you have to have media. You have to be able to put good content out to grab the eye of your consumer and to be able to give value to your consumer and look no further than Garden Fresh Media. They've done a lot of my work on my social media page. So if you want to see kind of a glimpse of the work that Garden Fresh does, you can check them out there. They do social media marketing, they do design, website design, branding, photography, video, you name it. To be able to take the next step in business, media is not just an option, it is a requirement. So go check them out at GardenFreshMedia.com. You can find everything you need to know about them there. Garden Fresh Media, no media, no growth. If you're new to the show today, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you get a lot of value from this conversation today. I believe that you will. If you haven't already, go follow us on our Instagram at Breathe and Air Podcast. I'm working to keep consistent, practical, helpful content up there for y'all that you can utilize in your everyday life. And I have one favor to ask. If you got something out of today's conversation, whether it's something that I said or something that Justin said, 
Share this episode with someone that you think that it could be of use and then leave a review and a comment on our Apple podcast page and hit that purple subscribe button. It helps move the show forward, helps us continue to do what we're doing. So I appreciate y'all more than you will ever know. And without further ado, Mr. Justin Rice. Thanks, Mason. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. That's that's quite that's quite the runway right there. The the list of things that you've been able to do in a short period of time is is amazing. How do you how have you been able to go along this journey and say, like, these are things I'm passionate about and I want to pursue them? Yeah, I, I think it really started when uh my junior year of college, like I said, um, you know, my mom passed away and that for me. Uh, was a huge point of transition of just realizing how short life truly is, right? And that we should really squeeze the most out of it while we're here, and do the things that we care about, do the things that are aligned with our heart and our mind and our spirit and our body, and go after those things. Um, you know, forget about the dollar signs, forget about, you know, all those other things. But once you align with that, um, I think that's the most important thing in living a fulfilled life. So man, we live, we live a short life. Let's go after it, man. It is. It's very, you speak of that. I think that I've, I've seen that you've talked about death before and it seems like a topic that we, you know, shy away from. We're scared to talk about it, but in retrospect, when we change our mindset to like death is inevitable, like it's going to happen to us. How can we use death and the fact that it is going to happen as something that lights a fire under us as opposed to making us scared? Yeah, yeah. That's a great question, man. So what I, what I tend to lean into is that, uh, you know, yeah, death is inevitable. It's going to happen. So while we're here, you know, in this limited time, what do you want to do? You know, go after those things now it's going to happen. And, um, I I believe death is, is a beautiful transition. You know, I think it's a great liberation. You know, we are confined. I I believe that we're spiritual beings having human lives. And when that period occurs, I I have this feeling that it's a great liberation, you know, the spirit leaving the body, going back into the realm, the, the eternal present moment, however you want to describe it is is a liberation you know from all the fears that we have all the the densities that we have being here so it's like when we know that you know and and um you know it's you don't really know it until it happens but you know we can kind of listen to some spiritual guides and some spiritual teachers on these topics and kind of get some understandings and there's people who have transitioned right who have who have died and came back you know and they describe their experience so that just gets me fired up on just like, let's, let's do what we can here in these human bodies, you know, impact as many lives as possible and create the things that we want to create. There's no reason to put it off, you know, do it now. Absolutely. It's the only moment we have. Yeah, it really is. And it's, it's a short time. I think that body, mind, and spirit, for those who have listened to this show, know how important that is to me. And to make sure that you're filling each of those cups throughout the day, I think that if you look back at your day and you say, physically, mentally, and spiritually, I you know, gave something to these three pillars, at the end of the day, you had a successful day. You know, you're able to put your, pillow, uh, put your head on your pillow at night and, and be happy about that. You did some studying and are still studying with Dr. Joe Dispenza. And for those of, for those of the listeners that don't know, 
tell them a little bit about Dr. Joe and kind of his core beliefs. And that's, wow. I know. Yeah. 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 Oh, so I know that's like a very broad, he speaks about so much, but let's specifically, we could break it down into the power of the subconscious mind. I think, I think that is a lot to do with Dr. Joe and, and what he speaks about. So a little bit about your journey with Dr. Joe up to this point and how it's affected you. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I, I came across Dr. Joe's work originally in his book, uh, Supernatural, right? Becoming Supernatural. And after reading that book, I started to realize the power of our thoughts and our emotions on reality creation, on the law of attraction, right? These, these, these are laws, you know, these are laws of physics, right? And one of the things that Joe talks about um, is a simple formula, very, very simple formula, clear intention plus an elevated emotion. Combining those two, reconditioning the body to a new mind, right? The body being the subconscious mind, reconditioning your body over time with new thoughts combined with new elevated emotions, you then are emitting a new electromagnetic field around your body, right? We don't, we're not taught this in, in common school, but we live in a vibrational world. Mm. Everything that we see is connected by molecules, atoms, ultimately down to the core connected by energy. So when we begin changing our thoughts, changing our emotions, changing our electromagnetic state, we will then collapse in the quantum realm, new experiences to us. They will come to us at that point. So this work, you know, once you begin really soaking this knowledge in and Joe's talks about this often is knowledge is the precursor to experience, right? So when you begin Training your mind to understand this information, it then allows for you to experience it in his meditations, right? Mm. And the work really begins in the meditations. I do his meditations every single day, right in the morning and right before bed. Those are two times, two times in the day that are very, very important for the subconscious mind. Mm. The reason being is that the brain waves are changing in those, in those time periods, right? When you're going from uh, delta brain waves when you're sleeping and you're, you're waking up, your brain waves are in a prime optimal position to drop into meditation and to really work with the subconscious mind and change that. Yeah. Then the second time before bed, right? So now you're, you're getting ready to, your brain waves are slowing down again, getting ready to go into a deep sleep. That's a great time to work with the subconscious mind and begin transforming your life. And, you know, when you do this work and you, you study his research on, the, on all the transformation studies, this is just science at this, fa- at this point. He has, he's got it down with thousands of testimonials of people healing themselves of chronic disease, um, you know, attracting money, whatever it is, right? Thousands of testimonials. This is a science, you know, and it's, um, it's not woo anymore. This is just real. Right. And it's, uh, man, the work is powerful. It is. And I think, yeah, so, and I'm, I'm getting ready. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying, I, I think that's where the woo, like you said, that is where some people get lost. Like I can't see myself sitting there. You know, they think of meditation as cross-legged with, you know, your hands out and just humming. Right. But it's totally different. It is something that you can feel the difference when you start to practice and utilize. And it's funny because Dr. Joe's, uh, one of his easy 15 minute 
And it's like a precursor intro on YouTube or something. That was one of the first ones that I really got into um, where I was like starting to experience total relaxation in like in a meditative state. And it was through listening to the guided. I can now through practice tap into it in other ways. But when I first started, I think that is a great way to start. And it's funny because he was actually, it was actually one of his spoken ones. So yeah, yeah, just that's that's what I encourage people to do, right? He has, I, I have pre, I have pretty much all of his meditations now downloaded on my phone, but he has a you know hour long meditations, you know, for the more advanced practices. But I recommend anybody that's new to this work start with a fifteen minute meditation in the morning. Just get that down and begin feeling those relaxation uh, sensations that you're talking about, and really dropping in uh, to the autonomic nervous system, the subconscious mind. And allow yourself to experience that because when you do, you know, it will just give you more reassurance to go ahead and do it again and do it again and do it again. And before you know it, you know, things are changing and you're out of reality. Opportunities are coming and, um, you know, your whole life is transformed, you know, so absolutely. It really is a powerful thing. You spoke on subconscious mind and this is something that's preached on a lot. We hear this subconscious mind, but I feel like a lot of people don't really understand what the subconscious mind is and how to tap into it and how the subconscious mind changes everything else around us when we're able to fully be connected with it. So tell me a little bit about your experience with that. What's the power of the subconscious mind and how do we rewire these thoughts and these patterns that we get into? Yeah, that's a, that's a wonderful question. So Dr. Joe Dispenza, the way he puts it, and the way I've been taught through my certifications is that the subconscious mind really lies in the body. You know, so we can have conscious positive thoughts, but if subconsciously our body is trapped in fear, we're stuck in the the lower three energy centers, we're stuck in uh, guilt, shame, all these emotions that are tied to fear, nothing will change. You know, you could think as positively as you want, but if you're emotional body and your subconscious mind is not changing in any way it's you're, you're you're kind of going against the wind so the way i would describe the subconscious mind is subconscious unconscious they're kind of used synonymously synonymously they're they're a little they're slightly different it's different in a way and i'm still kind of learning the differences between unconscious and subconscious but from my understanding there is a little bit of a difference between the two um but like what I was going back to there is just, it's in the body. It's in the body. So we have to work with the body as a, as a mechanism of consciousness to transform. So that's another thing that Joe incorporates in his meditation. Some of the more advanced meditations is breath work, right? So, you know, breathe in air, right? That's the name of the podcast, right? Breathing is such a transformational process with releasing fears and really changing the subconscious mind. So one of the things that Joe teaches is he talks about the, the energy centers, right? We have seven energy centers, also known as the chakras, right? But he doesn't use that term because chakras tend to throw people off a little bit. But when you look at the, the, the lower three energy centers, right? These areas are the, the areas of survival. So when we begin working with breath and drawing that breath up from those energy centers, this is kind of like kundalini breath work. We begin drawing that breath up from those centers and bringing that up through the spine, right? Up into the brain, up into the pineal gland. You're freeing energy. You're freeing energy from those survival centers, allowing yourself to create um, 
you know, more, more energy to create something new in your life. That's kind of how I describe it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that was very well done. I mean, it's, it really is a transformational thing. And I think that the basis of meditation, how to, how to tap into these things begins with breath work. I think that our physical bodies hold back so much. I, I was reading, and this isn't verbatim, but basically along the lines of this very successful marketer. And he said, I would go through all these ideas, these cre- creative ideas in the morning, and I would pay attention which thing that I saw or that I read that made me have a physical reaction, like the emotional connection with the physical reaction to our body, right? And, and I think that that mind-body connection is something that is so strong and powerful. And, and it could go even down to as simple as, you know, what we put in our bodies in terms of the diet and how much water we're drinking and all of these things, right? But that mind-body connection is so, so powerful. And, and, Dr. Joe even talks about like crafting your future, right? Crafting your future with these, these techniques and thoughts. For someone who's just starting off, you mentioned the um, guided meditations, but is there anything that helped you in your journey at an early stage? Yeah, well, the, the first thing that, that really uh, kind of set this off for me, this whole, um, this whole journey was just going into a group meditation. Um, I think there's there's a real power in being in a group setting with people who are all increasing their energy in some way. So I was invited, um, this is probably back in 2016. Um, at the time, I was going through my own bouts of depression, and I was uh, just very, uh, very lost in some ways, and I was searching for more. And I started hearing about meditation, being that I was in the health space. I was uh, an exercise science major with nutrition as a minor at that time. And I, I started hearing about meditation and research studies and other health professionals were, talk, were talking about the importance of meditation. And I was invited to a heartfulness way meditation. Um, this is by, this, this is a uh, meditation practice that stems from Babaji. Babaji is one of the, the great uh, spiritual teachers and a lot of his teachings kind of funnel down into a lot of the work that we see today. And the heartfulness way, when I, w- I went to uh, this gentleman's basement, actually, he was hosting a, a group meditation, Indian gentleman, his name was Tanuj, a beautiful soul, and there's five or six of us, and everybody was older. I was the only young person there, so I didn't really know what to expect, but he guided us very simply, you know, to focus on our toes, relax your toes, focus on your shins and your calves, relax your calves and your shins, going all the way through the body and helping us relax the body. And an hour went by and came out of that meditation having no idea where I went, no idea where time was, no idea that I was a body, you know, in space. And it was, it was really like my first spiritual awakening. I was like, what, you know, I'm confused, you know, what's, what's happening here? Like, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was myself, my identity, my ego. And that, that kind of started things off. So I would encourage people get with a group and, and, uh, and, and practice. Yeah. Obviously right now we can't really do that. So <laughs> maybe that was bad advice, but try, try to try to get with a group of people, get some headphones in, put something around your eyes to, to reduce any sensory um, stimulation and just focus on your breath. Like you were saying, Mason, focus on the breath and uh, allow that to help you relax. Yeah. 
And you've had, you've had a plethora of things that you've done in this, in this journey and this career path that you've had to finding, you know, Dr. Joe and his teachings and all of these other things. So tell me a little bit about how this started. Like, tell me a little bit about your journey and your background growing up. Yeah, man. So I, I grew up as an athlete. Um, growing up, I, I grew up with a single mother. Um, my mom was working three jobs. She was a she was a badass woman, and uh, we had a bunch of animals around the house. We had eleven pets at one point. Wow. So I grew up in a very very loving loving household. And um, yeah, like I said, I grew up playing sports. So basketball, soccer, football, um, you name it. My mom kind of just wanted me to get involved um, in that in that route and. That's kind of what led me into the exercise science um, field, you know, as becoming a passion. So in eighth grade, I really kind of had my mind set on going into physical therapy. So physical therapy, I was like, I started shadowing people in eighth grade and, you know, local physical therapists kind of trying to just soak up as much knowledge, get the, the, uh, the shadowing hours to prepare for physical therapy school. Then going into high school, um, still had my mind set on physical therapy Ended up uh, going to Rutgers University studying exercise science and nutrition, uh, kinesiology essentially. And during that time, I uh, worked for, I athletic trained for the Big Ten football team for Rutgers University. It's where I went to school, all that kind of stuff. And that's, that's what kind of led me into the, the body transformation, the physical transformation. I went into personal training, did all that kind of stuff. But then I started realizing there's, there's more to this, right? I started seeing some of my clients, they were transforming for the time that I was there, but long-term transformation wasn't occurring. And I started noticing the power of the mind in all of this, the subconscious mind in long-term transformation and the impact of our identity on what we create. So that led me down into, you know, law of attraction books, you know, Wayne Dyer stuff, all this kind of spiritual woo-woo stuff, but then eventually coming across Supernatural. And then after I read that book, really opened my mind to the nature of reality. Then I went ahead and took Dr. Joe's progressive and intensive workshop. I highly recommend anybody who's listening, go take those workshops. They're pretty cheap. They're, it's like 299 bucks. Not cheap, but it, the information, once you learn it, you, you're basically getting the formula to create anything in your life. So, you know, the value of that is like, come on. So, <laughs> like yeah. I would say, if you're new to Joe's work, take the progressive and intensive workshop. It's, it's just a bunch of his lectures. Take those, learn the information and then start doing the meditations. Yeah. You mentioned your mom and, and being a single mother and you know, you, you have biked across America. You know, you, you've went from coast to coast with a cause and raising money along the way for single mothers. So tell me a little bit about that journey. I mean, going across the United States on a bike, that's insane. Yeah, man. So I was one of my good friends that I grew up with who knew my mom very close. Um, his name's Isaac Sullivan. He, he was who I biked across America with. And uh, we were in Italy at the time, and he told me that he was thinking about it. He met a friend in, in Colorado, I think, they told him that he biked across America and he was like, he was fired up about it. He's like, yo dude, I'm thinking about biking across America, man. Like you want to join? I'm thinking about raising some money for veterans. He was an army veteran. He's been in, he was in the army for six years. And I was like, dude, I'm, a, I'm, I'm down, man. Let's do it, man. So I started getting the GoFundMe set up. 
there was a, a month or two in between us, um, you know, after that, that initial conversation where I started to rethink things. I was like, I, you know, I, I don't know, man. Cause my buddy, Isaac, he's, you know, he, he's like, he's kind of like David Goggins. Like he's, he's got like that mentality. Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, man. And I start. I got a bike and I, I started leaning into it, but I noticed the fear coming up and this is for the listeners. I, I became aware of the fear. I became aware of my mind saying, oh, you know, these are reasons not to do it, right? You will, you will always find reasons to validate fear or creation. You know, you'll, you'll find reasons for it. So I started having these thoughts come up in my head. Ah, oh, you, you know, you're not in shape for this. You haven't been, you know, really prepping for this. But I, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm deep into Joe's work. I believe in the power of the mind. I believe in the, the subconscious mind and healing the body. I believe that I can do this, you know, if I apply this work. So I kept, I kept leaning into it, came down, you know, a month or two in, uh, before we were getting ready to depart. Um, I ended up booking the flight. My buddy was flying from Florida to Oregon. I was fl- flying from San Diego to Oregon. That's where we were starting at. And man, that's where the trip started. And dude, we, uh, we got off. So our good friend, my good friend picked us up from the Oregon, uh, Oregon, uh, airport. We had our bikes. We, we shipped our bikes on the, uh, on the flight and man, the first day it's raining on us. We're going uphill incline right from the get-go and I'm, I'm destroyed. I'm, I'm destroyed. Like my, my legs are destroyed. I'm like, in the first day, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this. Like, without a doubt in my mind, I'm like, I don't know. 30 minutes in, Isaac gets a flat tire. We're pulled off to the side. Yeah, 30 minutes in, man. The flat tire, it's raining on us. And, man, I'm looking at Isaac, and I'm like, man, dude, we got, we got at least 60 days to go. At least 60 days. We were on pace to do about 60, 60 miles a day. So if we did 60 miles a day, that puts you about 60 days to bike from the West coast, to the East coast. And man, so Isaac fixed his tire up. We get to the top of this hill and we get to this overlook overpass and we're, we're looking over this thing and, and I'm cramping up. My legs are cramped up. I'm destroyed. And Isaac just keeps looking at him. He's like, man, let's just keep going, man. Keep going. Like, we're going to get through this. I'm, I'm telling you, like, and this is accountability. Having somebody on your team to push you is sometimes like you sometimes need that. Yeah. He kept looking me in my eyes and like, dude, we got this, man. Like you started it. Let's, let's finish this thing out. And we just kept going, man. And let me tell you, we did this all during the beginning of COVID or beginning of, uh, you know, the virus, whatever you want to call this thing. We started in the beginning of this, met some amazing people that helped us out along the way, giving us water bottles, cheering us on, giving us money for the donations. And it really just brought so much, you know, love in my heart just to realize, you know, the, the love that people have for one another. And uh, that's a little bit about it, man. There's so many stories I could talk about, but sure. it, was, it was a journey. But one of the things that I'll say is um, I was practicing Joe's work all throughout it. I would... I was, you know, in the morning focusing on healing my body, you know, how can I put that clear intention out there, elevated emotion of, of my legs healing so I can get through this day. And, uh, you know, we got there. Yeah. It is incredible. The stories and testimonials that people that are listening will have to go back and look at some of these hard 
like these are this is evidence based this is science that people who were sick who did have physical ailments were healed through this work so when you say like i was doing the work to try and like heal my body people be like what is it what does he mean by this right but like it is act there are real testimonials on on how this works it's like the sugar pill right like people who have anxiety and then you know your test subjects get the sugar pill versus uh xanax or whatever and the sugar pills feel better right it's that the power of the, it's the power of the mind thing that's insane but I'm interested. We won't stay on this too long, but where, like, were you staying on the, the trout? Like, where were you staying? Tents, Pete? Like, where? Yeah. So, so in the beginning, what we had packed up, we had we had a hammock, and we had a, a one person tent. We each had our own tent, very small tent. On these on these touring bike rides, you want to keep your bike as light as possible, and <laughs> we learned that we learned that very quick. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, we had way too much stuff on our bike. We probably had close to 20 to 30 pounds on our bike. It's probably closer to 20 pounds in yeah. total. So initially, um, in the first week or so, we were doing a lot of, we were kind of doing hotels because we were, we were banged up, you know, we were really banged up. And, um, that, that first week it was a mix of hotels and a mix of camping outside. And we were really just finding local parks and just pitching the tent, pitching the hammock and just trying to get as comfy as possible That's and a- keep it moving. But then as we kept moving forward, you know, it became less and less hotels. And basically all throughout the week, every single weekday, Monday through Saturday, we were, we were outside and eventually we sent our, our tents back because the tents were one of the heaviest things that we had. So we sent the tents back, but we just had the hammock. So we would string up on the trees. We would pitch a, you know, pitch a, uh, you know, a tarp over top. So we weren't getting rained or anything like that. And then every Sunday we would get a hotel or a motel just to kind of, you know, relax, recover, shower, um, clean our clothes up, you know, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What are you eating during this process? Ah, man. So that, so, you know, you and I are very aligned on nutritional philosophies. I looked at some of you, like, I understand that you understand nutrition. So that was a challenge for me because I understand nutrition, you know, you know, eating real foods here, coming from nature. And that was something that was very tough, especially, especially in those areas in like Idaho, Wyoming, where there were, there were no stores, you know, for miles on end. And the, we were going to convenience stores a lot of the times, picking up cliff bars, you know, picking up pretty much anything to sustain, you know, and get some calories in. And I, I'm not, you know, obviously calories, I don't believe calories are the, I believe in nutritional density, right? I think you, yeah, I think, you know, you understand and, um, man, we were really just doing whatever we could to get food in. And, um, yeah, I, I knew at that time that I wasn't eating the foods that were, uh, great for my body, but I, you know, that's all you could do. You know, I just, and, um, I was just, I was just banking on, you know, banking on using the mind, using the, the subconscious mind to heal. And, um, you know, just kept going, going with that. It's incredible. It's incredible. And I, I mean, did it take you 60 days? Was it a full 60? It was, it ended up being 71 days. We could have, we could have finished in 60, but at the end we ended up basically shouting out, you know, Hey, this is the date when we're going to end. Cause we had a bunch of people that were going to meet at the end. So we basically had that date set. So once we got to uh, Georgia area, we kind of, you know, took a couple days off. We were just kind of enjoying it at that point, but yeah, yeah it could have been 60, man. We met, we met some inspiring people, man. We met, we met a couple that were probably in their fifties. 
and they did they did the bike across America four years ago. They said so they must have been forty five years old when they did it. Took them eighty five days. Fifty four out of the eighty five days, it rained on them. They told us, and that was when we were in Colorado. We met these people at the top of one of the, the largest passes that we went up. It was a ten thousand foot uh, Cameron Pass in Colorado. That's where we went up, and we met this couple. And they told us that it rained on more than half the days. And we had beautiful weather the entire time. So once they told us that, I was like, we're good. You know, we're good from here. We're halfway done. Let's keep it going. And that's, then uh, smooth sailing from there. What was your biggest takeaway from that? <sighs> biggest takeaway. Man, I, I really think it goes back to the power of the mind, man. It was um, really, it was a, it was a, pivotal moment for me because there were a lot of points where I was really telling myself internally that I'm not going to make it. And uh, I'm going to have to tell my, my buddy Isaac that, you know, he's going to have to go, go alone. Cause I, I don't think it would be able to make Cause there, there were some days, man, there were some days where I was going to sleep at night and my quads were like just cramping, like just, you know, just from the, just the, the sheer like pounding on, on the bike. Yeah. So really I would, I would go back to that for the listeners, you know, looking at Joe Dispenza's work, the power of the mind and healing and, and, um, and transformation is just so powerful. And when we learn this stuff, man, it's like the limits are endless. Yeah. We'll switch the script on you here a little bit. I mean, that story is incredible, incredible, but what's going on right now in today's financial world is insane, right? We're getting another stimulus check, uh, another trillion something dollars, you know, pumped into our system. And USD seems to be deflating even more, right? And then you got big companies such as you see MicroStrategy has totally put all of their assets into Bitcoin. They're like everything. We're all in. And then you have people like recently Tesla, $1.5 billion worth into Bitcoin. So we're seeing a lot of these large Fortune 500 corporations getting into this type of, you know, cryptocurrency realm as well. And I see that something that you've been studying and are passionate about as well. So for people that are listening and are like, what is Bitcoin? What is crypto? What's blockchain technology? Like, what is it? Could you explain kind of the basis for what cryptocurrency is? Yeah, yeah. There, there's so much to go into with this that, um, you know, I'm still learning on a daily basis. I spend quite a bit of time learning about this every day now because it's, it's just such a phenomenal technology. But what I'll say is that it is a technology, right? So Bitcoin is a technology. It's a decentralized technology. So if you can essentially think of networks of computers that are solving very tough uh, mathematical e equations that generates uh, a block on a blockchain, right? And these, this is the, the basis of all cryptocurrencies is the blockchain technology. And this technology is really revolutionary. This, this changes everything because it's a very secure system. And if you could think about, um, you know, blockchain as essentially blocks, right? Where in order for another block to be added to the chain, there needs to be proof of stake. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the name of it, proof of stake. And essentially it is that before this block can go on, it essentially needs to prove that the block before it is secure. Right. So this makes a very, very secure network across the board for transactions, for peer-to-peer -peer transactions. And 
it's very fast, right? So it, it solves an issue that we've seen with our financial system for forever, right? Where, you know, we have dollars in a bank account and you can't, it takes three to five business days for it to go from here to there, right? right? And this technology is solving a lot of those issues. And um, Bitcoin is more so the, you can kind of, there's, there's Bitcoin, there's capital Bitcoin, and then there's there's lowercase Bitcoin, right? So the Bitcoin that we're seeing right now is the the, the lowercase Bitcoin. From my understanding, is that it's the it's the digital gold, right? There's a scarce supply of it, right? There's 21 million in supply, and there will never be more generated. And this supply that's generated by these computers halves. So essentially, the number that are generated decreases over time. So the supply naturally decreases. So if the demand, this is just, you know, economics 101, right, is when the, the supply decreases and the, the demand increases, we're going to see the price go up. And that's what we're witnessing right now. We're seeing large corporations go into this saying, you know, we believe, is, believe this is a store of value. And that is why we're seeing Bitcoin go up, you know, skyrocketing right now. And I, I think that was that was said greatly. I, I think that, you know, people just have to look at it. It seems like uh, something that would go away or could go away. And, and who knows, it may, but with what's happening right now, and like you said, the scarcity of it and looking at it almost as like an asset, as opposed to something that is going to totally get rid of USD, right? Yeah. Looking at it as like, this is something that I'm investing in that I, that is a scarcity that is an asset in that, in that side of things. So I just think it's, it's extremely interesting. And in, in the way that I see it continue to go, I mean, Tesla even saying that they're going to accept it as payments. So you may start seeing some integration with uh, Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies into our society, even as payments for, for these things. Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there so much, so much exciting things are happening right now, but yeah, what I, what I would say is like, we are witnessing right now with the, you know, the, the Federal Reserve, right, getting ready to print another $1.9 trillion in dollars, right? So now we're, we're seeing the total opposite, right, where the supply is just going anywhere because they're able to just click a couple digits in the computer, kick, hit, click control print, and boom, you know, new $1.9 trillion are put into the, the economy and there's no, there's nothing pegging it, right? So Back when Nixon, this all goes into financial education, but Nixon uh, removed the gold from the dollar, right? And that was a huge transition in the value of the dollar de decreasing. So now corporations and institutions are seeing, okay, if we hold cash, it is decreasing with inflation by almost like 15%. Yeah. So your, your cash just sitting there is just evaporating. Assets are increasing in value you know, all, all real estate, all these things are increasing in value. So corporations are realizing we got to get our capital, our cash sheet, our, our balance sheets into something is going to hedge this deflation or this inflation. Inflation. Yeah. yeah. And that, that is, that's true, right? If you're leaving cash sitting there, it, it isn't, it is deflating technically. Yeah. And the inflation over time, you want your money to be working for you, not you technically working for your money. That's always the way to think about it. And I think that, um, this, new technology is something that is something people should do their research on. You've obviously done it. And a lot of people around me are super excited about it. And I am too, because I think it is 
revolutionary. I think this whole year, even 2020, I mean, look at all the, the things that we'll look back 20 years from now and this time will be in the history books. I think that's an interesting way to think of it. It's like, there's so much revolutionary things going on right now in, in this time. And it's, it is easy. It's exciting though. You have to seize the moment. So exactly up off of these uh, circumstances that we're in Um, and and being able to see that as a perspective is once again, goes back to that. Like, how are you going to use this time to your advantage versus wallowing in self-pity? Like it's, it is, it's interesting, interesting way to look at things. Absolutely. And it really all goes back to what we talked about in the beginning. It really starts with changing the subconscious mind, changing the mind to see opportunity, right? If you are in abundance, if you are really feeling that, that vibrational state of being, you are, you are generating abundance, you will now see opportunities in this time rather than seeing scarcity. Mm-hmm. So that's where I always tell people, you know, I get a lot of people reaching on the DMs like, oh, you know, how do I buy this or how do I invest? What I usually go back to is don't think about those things yet. Focus on changing from within. Focus on feeling abundance, focus on being happy, focus on feeling like you're already wealthy, feeling like you're rich. All of those things are way, way, way more important than going ahead and getting the knowledge. You know what I mean? You got to start there because if you start with the knowledge, with the mind part of it, but your subconscious mind is fearful of going into new opportunity or seizing new opportunity, you will sabotage it. You will not you will not seize the moment. You will not seize the opportunity. So it starts with going within first. Mm, it's powerful. It's very powerful. You, you started a company about five years ago, I think it was that you said, called Just Integrity. Yeah. So tell me, as an entrepreneur, what has your path been with that and kind of what is the future of Just Integrity? Yeah, so Just Integrity originally started with a vision. Um, really, I had, so at the time I was, kind of trying to figure out how I want to position myself as a coach. I want to, I was studying Gary V at the time. I was like, all right, do I personal brand it? Or do I, you know, create a, a brand that incorporates myself into it? How do I do this? And I was kind of thinking about names and I didn't really have anything that came up. And literally in the middle of the night, I woke up just integrity, just integrity. So I wrote it down real quick and I was like, wow, this has my name in it, but it's also, it's a like just it's, it's, it's bigger than my name, but it's just integrity. Integrity has such a, such a, uh, the definition of it is really wholeness, right? Living in an, an integral life is being in wholeness. And that's something, you know, that we're all ch- achieving, you know, mind, body, spirit is really trying to achieve wholeness in your, in your life. And I kind of started off with that. And I was like, you know, I want to create a t-shirt athletic brand, you know, around that and inspiring people with mind, body, spirit. And I was working with two partners at the time and they ended up having their own things go on where they had to go off to college and they're like, Hey, Justin, man, we see the vision, but we can't really, you know, work with you. We got, we got too much stuff going on. And I was like, ah, man, I was like, all right, guess I'm going to take this on my own. So I kind of kept pursuing it, kept pursuing it, had another opportunity with a good friend that I grew up with who was in the cannabis industry. And, and this was, uh, two years ago. And, uh, he was talking to me about CBD and I started, I started reading a literature on it, reading the research behind CBD cannabidiol on how we have an endocannabinoid system within our body that 
doesn't really get tapped into and that there's ways that these molecules, CBD, CBN, uh, CBN, uh, CBG, all these different cannabinoids are able to connect with these, the system and bring us back to homeostasis. So that's kind of where the brand is now is with CBD. Um, and man, I'm, what I'm trying to do with it, very similar to you, mind, body, spirit, there's going to be an educational platform talking about education that we don't learn in school. It's kind of similar to what you're doing, yeah. body, you know, stuff, nutrition, supplementation, all that kind of stuff. And then spirit, you know, really trying to bring community and try to create a mo- movement with this. That's, that's so important. I, I love that. And I love that idea. I'm really excited to see where it goes with that. And the entrepreneurial pursuits are always fluctuating just as the market and everything else in life, right? But it, you're sticking with it just like you did with the bike. And it's, that's, that's the message that I want to convey to everyone listening. Like you have to stick with these things that you're passionate about. Just because you find a passion or a purpose does not mean that it's going to be a walk in the park. Oftentimes you find it and then it kicks you in the teeth and then it kicks you in the teeth again and again. Right. But I think that's the thing, right? Is don't, is don't failure, failure. It's never really a thing until you actually say I'm done with it. Right. Right. So you have, we, we know this, right? These are principles of very successful people is that they failed numerous times. They tried and tried, went up to bat, kept swinging, kept swinging. And then you get up to bat that one time and you just make connection with it. And that's where I feel at right now, especially with this Joe Dispenza work. I feel very aligned with Just Integrity. I told you I just um, signed a big contract with the manufacturer that I'm working with in Georgia. And now's the, now's the time. You know, I have people reaching out about the products and I'm ready to go with it. And uh, now it's go time. So for all the people out there, like persistence is, is, a, is a quality of most successful people. So adopt that. You know, when, when you are faced with adversity, when you're faced with failure in the beginning, just know that it's not the end. It's not the end. This is just the beginning. So powerful. I know you, you're limited on time here, but before you leave, tell everyone where you, they can find you on social media, where they can find Just Integrity, if they're interested in your coaching services, all of those things. Absolutely. So you can find me at uh, thejustinrice.com. Um, you can basically find all my social media links there. Instagram, I'm pretty active on that. So the Justin Rice with two E's on that. And then Just Integrity, that is going to most likely be launching probably by April, May. Um, that's just going to be www.justintegrity.com and you'll be able to see all the resources on there, CBD supplements, uh, online academy, all that stuff will be on there. And uh, yeah, you guys can always feel free to DM me, connect with me. Um, pretty open. I, I love chatting with people. Beautiful. Justin, before you leave, what is your definition of success? Uh, my definition of success is you being aligned with what you want to create. So putting the intention out there and actually making it manifest in your reality. So it's really ultimately up to you on what success is, right? So if your your ideal success is, you know, being ultra wealthy or your ideal success ideal success is uh, running a community center or nonprofit, whatever that is, once you accomplish it and make it manifest, I say that's success. You know, doing what you put out there with your mind and making it happen. Beautiful. Well said. Thank you, Justin, so much for coming on the show, man. It's been incredible. And I'm, I'm excited to see your journey with Justin Integrity and, and just you and your coaching. And I believe in you and what you're doing. So, man, thank you so much for spending your time and coming on the show. Absolutely, Mason, man. Keep up the great 
work. It's important work that you're doing and uh, absolutely looking forward to podcast as well. I'd love to have you on. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to come on also and, and we'll definitely make that happen. So thank you for your time and guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Breathe in Air podcast where everyday action meets extraordinary mindset. Boom. Oh.